I'm Brandon. It's Bobby. Welcome back to the Noir Cut Movie Podcast. <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> Wait for this episode, in. Oh my goodness, Brandon. Well, Brandon probably is feeling, he's feeling bad because he chose this movie. I cho- I mean, not that it's bad. I don't feel it's a bad movie. I just remember it being better than what I watched last night. Uh, before we get into it, uh, so it seems it appears from what I've, I'm reading, uh, this is not really movie news, but I guess we can uh, put a couple of the movie news banner up just for a little bit. So it appears, so Super Bowl happened uh, in the Super Bowl. They wow. did show several different trailers, uh, no- most notably. Uh, a teaser for Deadpool and Wolverine, uh, which uh, I didn't watch the actual trailer, but from the uh, teaser, I, I enjoyed it. But I was already pumped up for that movie. How dare thee? He not watched the trailer and he watched the Super Bowl. I swear. What am I well, going to do with you? There's a teaser where they show, and then it says full trailers are on. Yeah, Andy, if you're watching, Andy sent me the link to it. I said, no, I can't watch this. And I will not. I will not watch. <laughs> are, you, are you adopting my principle of not watching trailers? I've been stuck with you for almost five years. Yes, I'm finally adapting. I'm, I'm tired of trailers. I don't want to watch trailers anymore. Trailers ruin things. Now, I did see the teaser for uh, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. I thought that the teaser looked good. I, you know, it was in the Super Bowl commercial. Hey, like, yeah. Can't do it. <laughs> but you watch a trailer. You watch. Uh, I had to see one. I I, I had to see one because what? I had to go. I had to go watch Twisters. It's like, why was this? Why did this sequel need to happen? Which, by the looks of it, doesn't look like a sequel. It looks more like a remake. But I, I I have a theory that it's not even a remake. I have a, I have a theory that it's a uh, uh almost like a re- reboot. Requel, maybe. Uh, in the sense of, I, I wonder if this guy is like would 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 have been the son of Paxton or something, uh, you know, that kind of followed after his footsteps. I wonder if that's where we're getting. Um, uh, I don't know. The cowboy but, hat but, throws me off, though. So yeah, yeah. And then there's one thing also that that kind of bugged me about it. Is it seems like that one character that they had in the passenger seat in one of the scenes, literally trying to be uh, 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 Philip Seymour Hoffman, like trying to be his character, like verbatim. You know, you know we have, you know, sounds like him. So, here's the problem with this film that's come. It, I mean, it looks entertaining. I'm not going to say it looks awful or nothing. It looks entertaining. Like a good popcorn flick. Yeah, but it's not going to be Twister. You're not going to get the realism that Twister was. You're not going to get the characters you got in Twister. It's not just Bill Patson and Helen Hunt. It was everybody was so good in that movie, including Philip Seymour Hoffman. But everybody felt like a real person in that movie. Even Carrie, who was like Bill Patson's nemesis, um, and just trying to steal, was it Dorothy? He pretty much copied that. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you're going to get that again because uh, Dorothy's back. Uh, yeah. I just, I think it's going to be entertaining, but it's not. I'm going in with low expectations. This will not be Twister. 
this yeah, I, Twister's sister or you know adopted whatever. It's not going to be that movie. It's just it's going to be the best tornado movie since Twister, I believe. But yeah, it won't um, be Twister. Now I did watch the trailer for uh, um, uh, Wicked, the movie starring Cynthia Revo as uh, is the Wicked Witch of the West. It's like the uh, it's the big screen adaptation of the musical, uh, mm-hmm. which Brandon knows I'm a huge Wizard of Oz mark. You know I yeah. love Wizard of Oz, so I'd be interested to see that. I'm not big on musicals, but I'd be interested to see a different take on the Wizard of Oz story. So. Yeah, I, I know a little bit about this because of my ex. She was a massive fan. She owns all the books or how many ever there are. Uh, maybe it's just one. I don't really know. I just know she had everything, Wizard of Oz, in book form. Uh, so, yeah, I, I didn't watch the trailer. So, But I, I, I am like you. I'm curious to see. I, I love Wizard of Oz, uh, by the way. Just want to throw mm-hmm. that out there. Uh, it was one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid, so I have much love for it. I Curious to see how this plays out, though. It's got Jeff Goldblum, so I'm there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. true. Yeah, as the as the wizard, so it's pretty awesome. Uh, also, uh, want to throw this out there. Uh, two well, two more things. Uh, a Quiet Place Day One. Uh, so there's a trailer for. Did you watch? Uh, I, I didn't really. I seen like a little bit of the trailer, but I try to uh, avoid it. I seen a little bit of the teaser and stuff, like when things are happening. You know, it's kind of, it, but it seems interesting. I don't, but also at the same time, I don't really see a big need. Yeah, I knew it. it was gonna be like this. I just knew it. I know. I feel like because you know we already know what happened on day one from literally Quiet Place Two. The whole code open was uh, day one of, of the of the attack. Perhaps you just need to look at it from this point of view. You're getting more of a quiet place. Yeah. You're getting more of these monsters. Just And it'd be interesting to hear somebody see somebody else's story. And I thought that's what, what they would do. Kind of like what Walking Dead has done as far as like showing different people's uh uh ex- ex- experience with the dead, you know what I'm saying? This you is brought, other people's experience brought, with the Yeah, you brought up Walking Dead. And I have to say this Quiet Place Part Two reminded me of an episode of Walking Dead. In earlier mm-hmm. years, uh, earlier like seasons, years. Yeah, I, I that's the vibe I got from it. I liked it, but it felt like an episode from Walking Dead, and I'm cool with that. That's what they're gonna do. They're gonna do more films. I'm cool with it. You're gonna do prequels. Let's just do more spinoffs. I mean, let's become the Walking Dead. <laughs> and then I'm, I'm all for it, though. I, I don't care. I mean. I love the monsters. I love the story. So I'm there for it. And then uh, I wanted to talk to you about, uh, before we segue into the film today, uh, real yeah. quick, uh, I mentioned that uh, right before we started shooting, uh, going live, that uh, I haven't seen the trailer, but the new trailer for X-Men 97 uh, mm-hmm. is, is out. Now, I was fond of the show back in 97. I think it was the 95, 94. Uh, uh, well, I remember like back 90s. in the 90s. Yeah. Hey, Billfer. Billfer, how you doing? What's up, bud? Uh, so, yeah, I, was, today. <laughs> I, I was a fan of the uh, original. So I'd be interested to see kind of like this take on it. But before I watch it, I will uh, try my best 
to go back and watch the actual excellence show from well, back then. In your but, benefit <laughs> here, it will not be going back to revisit Star Trek. So you know no, you're already going to like this. Gave up on Star Trek. I know I, you I, did. It, 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 I, I got to admit it now. I would not be revisiting. I mean, you got further than I did. Yeah, I you watched, guys the movies. <laughs> I watched one and a half movie. Uh, yeah, I, maybe maybe two and a half. You didn't even watch the one I wanted you to watch, which was the uh, which was uh, the search for Spock. I thought that was the most the fun one. Uh, I saw Madam Web. Oof, what a mess. That's what. That's another segue I was gonna get into. I was going to ask Brandon because it appears that I looked at Rotten Tomatoes and it looks like both uh, the Bob Marley biopic, One Love, and uh, Madam Web is both got like. Madam Web has negative, completely negative reviews. Bob Marley, it has positive. Uh, one one review is kind of positive, but most of it's not really it's low. But Madam Web is being bashed by both. Yeah. I- I didn't see the Bob Marley critics scores or nothing, but I did see Webb and it's to be, it's come on. It's Sony. It's to be expected. Someone, someone Why said are they that, still making movies besides? Somebody said Morbius was better. Oh my God. Morbius, Morbius. Somebody said Morbius and That was, was literally the worst Sony picture film I have ever seen coming from the Spider-Verse. I don't know what their problem is. They hit when it's animation, but live action since the Toby films, they just suck. Honestly, the only ones that I think that they've done and done okay with is the Venom stuff. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But they're not great, though. I mean, they're serviceable, but they're not... They're not... Well, they're not They're not Marvel. Or, and they're not, Marvel's uh, not Marvel yeah. <laughs> anymore. And, Maybe, and, and, but, yeah. Comic book movies yeah. are just, you know, they're 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 drowning. I mean, people are getting well, tired of it. Do you think what the the big difference with, um, say, Madam Web and the other like little Venoms and stuff like that is because with with um, with the Spider Man movies, Marvel Studios is quarterbacking it, yes, which makes it different. Yeah, it, it makes all the difference. Like I said, the only thing they've really done well is the animated films of Spider Man. And I don't mm-hmm. understand why they can't get it right live action. Like, what's the problem? You're trying to create this, not multiverse, but you're trying to create this big cinematic verse with your Spider-Man characters, yet you don't have, as far as I know, you don't have Spider-Man in any of these movies. Billford could tell me if he shows up in this one. I would imagine it would be Andrew Garfield if he does, but hopefully he doesn't. I'm just saying, up to this point, there's been no Spider-Man in yeah. this Spider-Verse. I, yeah. I thought it was a stupid idea when they announced it. I, it's 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 showing it's stupid. It's dumb, and yeah, I don't know. I I want to see this movie, but I think I'll just wait till it hits streaming now. Yeah, that's how I kind of feel. And I thought I was thinking about this literally just the just it was yesterday. I was looking at the amount of movies that we've reviewed and the amount of movies that did he spoil it for me? I uh, says they want a Sinister Six movie. They need to bring Spider Man in for that, but okay. it's gonna um, be sinister, all right. <laughs> thank you for for being polite and not spoiling things. Uh, but 
I was gonna say, well, I was thinking about this because you said you gotta wait for streaming, and I was thinking, I was like, literally, if I'm trying to still be a part of the film association, I've done a terrible job. I haven't went out to watch any movies, and I have to get some knocked out by July, like well, twelve of them. To your defense, huh? To your defense, there's really nothing that's came out that's probably worth watching, except for Beekeeper. That's yeah. the best movie I've seen this year, Beekeeper. And, and I was actually, I think I'm going to try to watch that this weekend, like via just um, just buy it. And Is it worth the buy, purchase? I'm, I'm going to buy it. Okay. If that tells yeah, you anything. <laughs> then I would probably watch the Book of Clanks, too. Um, I don't yeah, really I, want that's a hard pass for me. I don't really want to. See, I'm gonna be honest. I really don't want to see it. But uh, but I but just kind of get those reviews in. I figure I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. But anyway, um, let me go ahead and get to. Well, I got one uh, more thing. Yeah, yes, sir. Uh, the only I, I got one more thing. I got one thing. I just saw it before you sent me the link. It's pretty much a a remake, I guess. Uh, they're doing a movie with Ron Philippi, Emily Hirsch, and Mina Savari called Prey. But it's basically Beast. Idris Elba. Did I get his name right? I always yeah, struggle. Yeah. It's basically that. It's with this lion that attacks these people. What do you think of them ripping off Beast? I know you didn't like the movie, but what do you think? Yeah, it's literally the only thing I've seen in movie news. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Oh, I will say one more thing. I don't know about that. I just think it's a dumb idea because I didn't really like uh, Prey yeah. uh, or whatever. But uh, Beast. Beast or whatever yeah. it was. This, is, this like is called that. Prey. Um, Same concept, I, will say, I did see a little bit of the teaser of because uh, they keep showing it uh, of um, what is it? Of, of Roadhouse. <laughs> and I'm actually interested. I'm very interested in it. Really? I think I think I like Jake Gyllenhaal. I, so I think he'd do an excellent job. He he would be believable as this as, as Castle. Is that the guy's name in the in the movie? Oh, I, mean, I haven't I haven't actually watched the whole trailer. I kind of cut it off because be once they put it, once they put MMA in it, I just like no, nah, I'm not interested. Oh, yeah. okay. So I didn't even know that. I didn't even watch it. Yeah, I saw the MMA in the trailer, and I was like, no, nah, I'm cutting this off. This isn't Roadhouse. He <laughs> uh, did an MMA movie before. So. Yeah, I I will watch it because it's going to be a 2024 release, but I'm not excited for it. I, but I think Jake's going to be great in the role. I don't yeah. think he's going to be Patrick Swayze great, and they don't have a Sam Elliott type character that I saw in the trailer when I did watch. I, it just it just didn't I've, feel like Roadhouse to me. We say this a lot. I think Hollywood has lost his mark. But uh um, they're afraid I, to do anything original really. Uh, the one the movies they do bomb. So yeah. they go back Unless, what was popular was, in the eighties, nineties the only thing that kind of does okay original. Yeah. You think about X, you think about, you know, those films. Yeah. They actually did pretty good, uh, but uh, but yeah, it's it's rare. It's a rarity. Uh, well, everything, everywhere, all at once was like, a, like that doesn't happen often. That something like mm-hmm. that, so bizarre, would be so successful. Um, yeah, and win Academy Awards. Yeah. Um, it doesn't happen often. Lone Star, the movie, uh, nineteen ninety six. Uh, when a skeleton is 
of his murdered predecessor is found, Sheriff Deeds unearths many other long buried secrets in the, in his Texas border town. Starring uh, Chris Cooper, who uh, who who eats up the screen, I would say in in the film. He does. Uh, he's he's good. I mean, it's just I want it more Matthew McConaughey and Chris Christopherson. Yeah, at first, and and I'm, I'm going to get to it. Also, Elizabeth uh, Pena, uh, Stephen uh, Mandelo, uh, Stephen Lang, Oni, Fada Lampley. Uh, there's uh, okay, other people. The lady that's in, uh, she's in uh, what is it, uh, Grey's Anatomy. She's been in there for a long time. Of course, See, Matthew McConaughey's in it, and Chris Christopherson is as well. Uh, Joe Morton. Love uh, him. Who, yeah, is famous for uh, his uh, Terminator films. He's such a great, great actor as well. Yeah. Uh, just always, I love seeing him show up and stuff. You don't see him as much these days. Uh, he was in, um, he did do uh, Scandal. He showed up as Olivia Pope's father, which, and he is very scandalous in that show, which, uh, you know. I would imagine. A lot of people would be for scandal. Samuel <laughs> uh, Richard Jackson, who is I think Samuel Jackson's wife, uh, she uh, she's in his movie as well. Uh, she, she plays. plays I think I know. Who she, I think I know who you're talking about. Sergeant lady or whatever. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Right. <laughs> and then uh, Ron Canada, uh, oh, Chandler Wilson, but Ron Canada, real quick, Ron Canada. Is the man the move every time I see him, I will never not think about him being in Adventures and Babysitting. I don't care what he does in life, he's gonna okay. always be one of the bad guys, one of the henchmen in Adventures and Babysitting. As long as I know him, okay. Period. He's Who's he playing? Play Otis. He played Otis, Otis, Otis. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, he's in yeah. Adventures he and Babysitting. Yeah, he was the uh, he was one of the uh, henchmen chasing hmm. the kids through the city. I need to rewatch that. I don't remember yeah. him in that. Yeah, that's him. Uh, but yeah, but uh, here's my problem with this movie, though. Uh -huh. I felt like it wanted to give too much screen time to the people in present day over what happened in the past, and mm -hmm. which is what the the main story is about: figuring out who this body is who did the killing and I felt, man, they had something with Matthew and Chris Christopherson in this movie. They, they were on screen, man. It, it was magic, especially yeah. with Chris. I loved him in this movie. I was like, and I, as a kid, I thought he was in it more. That's why I, I was so excited to revisit this movie. Cause Chris was just, he's a very villainous character in this movie and he's so good at it. But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, no, I was gonna say this uh, about this film. Um, uh, this is one thing. Uh, a positive, first, a positive about it is I love. I thought it had really great transitions from the from the past to the present and from the present to the past. Yeah. I think the transitions were really fluent and uh, seamless, and I thought uh, I noticed them. I noticed the transitions. And I thought, man, these are some really nice transitions. Um, and some really good camera work in some scenes. Yeah, uh, I, I do agree. Yeah, yeah. 
now, uh, I will say that it had pacing issues. I think the mm. pacing was very, it's very, it's a very slow burn. Um, but I agree with you. I, I was confused at first, though, because when, when um, you see, when I see uh, Matthew McConaughey, I was like, oh, Matthew's in this movie. And I'm like, I'm in. That's my first thought. Is, and then Chris Christopherson's in this. I'm like, they're working together, like, against each other. I would love to see that. Like, that by itself, that movie by itself would be a great movie. Yeah. Uh, but but then it flashed to, like, Chris Cooper. And which I like Chris. Uh, he's never been one of my favorite favorite actors. Uh, um, but he's but I'm not saying he's bad. He's just never been one guy. Like if I see him in something, I'm like, oh, uh, I'm gonna I'm here to watch he, him. He's never the star. Yeah, and not, he is here. I'm starring it. Uh, yeah, I think this is the only movie I've ever seen him where he's a star. Yeah, but he's an excellent actor. Let me just say that I don't want to take yeah. anything away from his ability or Elizabeth Pena. It's just I feel like the movie. The pacing, like I, I was checked yeah. out most of it because the pacing, but I was checked in long enough to see transitions. Whenever he's questioning people about certain things, I thought that was very interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. I agree with you. I, I agree a hundred percent on all that, actually. Uh, but I, I did like Elizabeth Pena in this movie. Uh, I saw her and Chris Cooper's character; they had chemistry, and I gotta admit. The ending I forgot all about. <laughs> I forgot that twist. I was like, ah, uh, and the fact they still was willing to go there. <laughs> it's like, ah, <laughs> you know, but we'll get there. But it was just, uh, I forgot yeah. all about it. Now, I will say this this movie came out the same year as uh, Fargo, which is another murder mystery. That's much of, better. Who done it? Huh? That's much better. And, and have you seen Fargo? I once. Ninety six. It was uh, much. Like, I, I originally it, I had them at the same level, but now revisiting this, it's Fargo's up here. Yeah, no, not even <laughs> in the same category. No, I, I just, not. Like Fargo, and it's funny because I, like it, me watching this movie, I almost chose Fargo next week. Just to kind of compare and contrast the two, uh, because I was like, Fargo's, and I might do that because I don't know, we'll see, but uh, because Fargo is, it just showed you if you tighten up a script, if you tighten up, uh, if you have, like, both movies have a great cast of characters acting in it or whatever. They do. But over the, Fargo is such a tighter script, uh, and, and the characters are so much more interesting, um, and it's just it's just a much a much better film. Uh, but not saying that this film isn't it has it has moments, but it's mm-hmm. the moments are few and far between. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that's what I felt watching it last night. I was like, I was just like, this is not what I remembered as a thirteen-year-old child or teenager. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Probably I shouldn't have been watching it at 13, maybe. Oh, I don't yeah. uh, But uh, I remember it was on Stars one day, and I just got – it was my first time seeing Matthew McConaughey, I do believe. And I love Chris Christopherson even back then. So I was just seeing those two work together and, and in the late 50s 
man, they just carried the, the screen. I mean, they they had a presence, which I felt a lot of people in the present day didn't have much presence. Now, I did really like the uh, older two guys when they first bring up uh, Chris's character. I, I forget. He's not Buddy. He's his son. But they're like, he's not a very good sheriff. You know, he, he does. He's not. He's not his dad. You know, his dad's a legend and all that. I love their presence in the movie, but they're not in it very much. But it, I don't know. It's just I didn't really care about what was going on with the, in the school or oh, and his son. I, you know, I, I just yeah. didn't care much about that aspect to the movie as I did what really happened in the late fifties with Matthew and Chris. And I will say also something that that took me out. I love Joe Morton. I've been seeing this man since Homeboy from Outer Space, I think, or or, or whatever whatever that movie was, like back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that he did like a, a, a little independent film where he played like an alien, essentially. Um, uh, it is really good. It. Oh man, it's from back in. I say it's back in the uh, early eighties. This this predates I think Terminator. Uh, his role in this film. Uh, but so I've been aware of him and then uh then to see uh the guy that plays his father seen him in the eighties as well in the Benjamin Babysitting. That's how I knew the guy. So well it takes me out of it, my point is this it takes me out of it when Joe shows up as this guy's son and I'm thinking they the same age. That's what I was thinking the whole time He's like, well, that's my son. I was like, oh, you just cast Joe because he's probably the best one for the role, but believe the believability is out the window because I know Joe would have been the same age as that guy. And and I just looked it up. I'm like, yeah, they just literally uh, – the, the guy that plays his father, Ron Canada, is like seven years – I think seven years. Not even seven years. Uh, actually, he might even be younger than him because uh, really? Joe Morton – in 1947, and uh, let me go back to it. And uh, Ron Candida was born, no, he's no, Ron Candida was born in 1949, so Joe, Joe is literally younger than him by like a couple years. Well, so I, I mean, that's a good point. Um, I guess they did, they did the casting that way because he looks younger, yeah, but it's not that he looked. Like he don't look twenty years younger. He, he looks maybe five, ten years younger. Yeah, it's the gray exactly. hair that makes him look younger. I mean, you know, his the guy you're talking about from Adventures of Babysitter had gray hair, um, mm-hmm. so he obviously looks older. But in the face wise, it's not much difference in age. You know, uh, so I didn't. I wasn't buying that it was his son. Yeah, I wasn't even buying it. That was his grandson because his grandson I, looks I, like. I about 25. Brother, anything. It would have been more believable if this was yeah. like a lost brother or something. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I just thought that little story arc took away from what the actual movie was supposed to be about. And it is not just with that. I mean, they, they were playing politics with schools. Uh, bring, I, I did like one aspect of that. Oh, they brought in racism with the, the Spanish people the black people the whites you know all have to really coexist and they really don't want to 
Uh, so I did like that little bit of aspect to it, but it just kind of took away from what the actual story was about. Yeah, I would also say this, that, uh, like, I did say that the first twist for me in the movie came about um, with uh, the lady who played, uh, uh, I guess, Mercedes Cruz. Uh, the twist where she was, uh, she was actually an immigrant who, yeah. who came over as well. But uh, it, it's, the twist in that is that she's so blatant about patrolling the border, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, to make sure that people don't cross in illegally, uh, even though she herself crossed in illegally. Um, and so I thought that that was a, a twist. Uh, but, of course, the biggest twist in this movie. <laughs> and I was like, oh, so that was, so that, I was, and the whole time, I was like, why did Brandon choose this? What's going on with Brandon? What's, what's, yeah, what's this I, I story? Com- I completely forgot about that twist. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> to be honest, share with the people uh, the twist. All right, also, so, before you do that, so the they they find a uh, skull in in a in a valley. Uh, they they kind of find out the skull belonged to the murdered uh, sheriff, a really corrupt sheriff played by mm-hmm. Chris Christopherson, Charlie Wade, who was a very uh, corrupt sheriff. But the sheriff that was the better of the sheriff, the, the town hero. Was Buddy D, um, played by uh, Matthew McConaughey, um, and so he's famous. He's, he's known as, as just great uh, chef. But so Sam, uh, Chris Chris Cooper, sets out to find out what happened. Why is Charlie buried in the field somewhere? Buried yeah. in the valley somewhere, uh, in the grave, and so. That's what they try to go to find out, and he starts to trace, like ask questions and trace steps or whatever to kind of come to the conclusion that uh, Charlie uh, Chris Christopherson, uh, who's an excellent actor, so people don't give him credit as, as an actor. Oh, he was great. Um, he really was. He is a very racist, openly, blatantly racist, blatantly corrupt uh, sheriff who who is strong. Strong arm the black community to look the other way, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. paying him to uh, do things like that, and so he he took it upon himself to like he was gonna. It, it seems like he was gonna go ahead and kill um, Ron Canada's character when he was younger. Yeah, uh, uh, but in to kind of prevent that, because this guy has already seen him, seen Charlie kill another guy in cold blood, who turned out to be uh, the boyfriend of Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> and oh, and so that explains why Mercedes hates immigrants, because that's why, because the guy died trying to get other people to cross over to America. So that's why she stops that now. Is that what, is that what you get? Yeah, that's what I got. Um, but you know, and like Ch- Charlie is—he's such a good villainous character. Uh, you just very believable. Him, yeah, very, very, very believable. Um, and you want to see him get his—you know—his justice because you know it's going to come. You, you want more of that, 
and they 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 didn't give us that and but in the scenes they did do it it was great um him and matthew worked well together um i just wish they would have focused more i i like the actor that played young otis i thought he was good um but yeah um but when chris cooper's character sam is investigating all this he also comes across that his dad uh, had another woman on the side mm-hmm. and uh turned out it was mercedes and before we get there, before we get there real quick i just want to okay. point out one more thing tony planya planya uh, uh plana is in this movie as well he played uh one of the sheriff deputies ray uh he is he's a famous he was a famous actor through the ages as well a hispanic actor he played in a lot of different things uh most famously three amigos the Pepe, uh uh opposite uh chevy chase uh bill mary not bill mary steve martin and uh oh Polly shore but yeah he played in that film but I, I wanted to mention one thing about his character in this movie is Ray. And and it's kind of parallels with Mercedes, because you see Mercedes essentially showing hatred towards her own kind, her own people, since it's by like stopping them from immigrating in. Yeah. But you see it with Tony, or not Tony, Tony said to Ray, who's a sheriff deputy or whatever, but he's very openly racist towards black guys and uh and, like the, the black and, and he's, it's like almost like playing off, playing up that I'm a sheriff. And I, this this badge gives me makes me parallel with my white uh, officers. You know, that's why I got from his character. I was going to get your take on it. Yeah. I, yeah, he thought the badge, you know, gave him a little, little more rights. Uh, he treat people however he wanted to treat them and get by with it. So I, I agree with you on that. Um, but, um, to what you wanted me to answer, uh, the twist, um, mm-hmm. look, I forgot about this twist because <laughs> I was just focused on the murder mystery of Charlie Wade. Um, God, that's what I was focused on when I picked this. So I actually forgot about this, uh, little love. Uh, it's not a triangle, but it's just. It kind of becomes like a love square that the that um, Buddy and Mercedes are trying to stop these two people from being together at a young age. You don't know really know why, but as it turns out, Buddy had uh, an affair with Mercedes, and he's the father of this girl and Sam. And there's a love scene in this movie between them two, and. They fight, they figure it out that they're it's his what half sister and um they still want to be together, man. Yeah. <laughs> how like how messed up is that? How messed it up is that? Is definitely like they the just qu- yeah, they just want to wipe it under the rug and it's like we can still be together, you know? And I was like, no, <laughs> you can't. It's wrong. On so many levels. And we live in Kentucky and it's wrong. <laughs> okay? It's never right. There's no right. There's never a right for that. But yeah, so yeah, I was my jaw was dropped and I was looking around like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, and I'm thinking 
Is this why Brandon chose this? Why did Brandon choose this? Do you think it? I would choose this movie for that purpose? <laughs> Man, I don't know, Brandon. If come on. Come on. The twist come is on. they decide, oh, well, ain't nobody we brothers and sisters, but still do what we do. If I was going to pick something like that, that twist like that, it'd probably be O-Dog. I think it's what it's called. Oh, well, that's a beautiful movie, though. Uh, but yeah, that's, like beautifully violent. No, Bill Fur, let's not go. Bill Fur is let's go, Brandon. That's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, no, that's the twist of this film is that, uh, uh, yeah, so the daddy, uh, old Matthew McConaughey, got it down, got on with Mercedes, and they had a baby. Which was uh, Pilar and Pilar and Sam, brothers and sisters, and they still want to be more than that. Yeah, they do. All right, you gotta give your stars or your your ratings. <laughs> well, we need this. We do find out who killed uh, Charlie. Was that yeah. surprising to you? Now, at age thirteen, that was surprising to me because I was expecting it to be. Buddy, but it wasn't. No, it wasn't surprising when it was going down. The kind of way it was shot, it, it tells me that that's what was going to happen. And I can understand why, because like I said, he seen he just witnessed uh, Charlie murdering another guy earlier within the film in another flashback, and so it's just he he does he, he he's not a corrupt he's he's not a corrupt officer. As corrupt yeah. officer as Charlie was, you know. Yeah. But but they all decide between O, I think it's the name, uh, Charlie, and is it Hollis? I think so. I think that's yeah. Hollis. Uh, between them three, they decided to bury the body uh, and act like he never existed, essentially. Uh, it is a young Matthew McConaughey in a sense of he was fresh off of, I would say, a time to kill, not time to kill, but uh, was it, is it, was it called Time to Kill? He did this the same year, yeah. I yeah, and, and then like 99, like, like or I guess 98, 99, that's when he got Frequency, not Frequency, but uh, uh, Frailty. Um, yeah, 99 was Frailty, 98 was Ed TV. Yeah, ninety three was a days and confused. I think ninety three. Yeah, 93. yeah, yeah his very first. Yeah, so it, he was kind of. Oh, let's not forget, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: Next Generation. That's often that for him or Nate Wigger, they probably try to bury that memory. I think he talks about it now a little bit more than he. Yeah, did, he's but, he's embraced it now. Yeah. You know, it's like humble beginnings for him. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, but you can look at this movie though. I will say this: you can look at this movie with these other people, with Matthew, who is brand spanking new at the time, really, and you can see that this guy had the it factor that this guy was going to become. Oh yeah, McConaughey. You know, he's going to yeah, become. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he was, yeah, he, he he had greatness in this for the he had, little time yeah. he was in it, uh, mm -hmm. which. Been so much better. It been so much better 
if it was more about the past than the present. Mm-hmm. It really would have. But, you know, you wanted to get scores. Uh, I'm going to give it a three out of five. I think it's a decent film. I just thought it kind of loses its focus on what the main objective is. Mm. To me, it did anyway. I don't know if that's how you felt about it, that it kind of lost focus on what it was actually supposed to be telling. But for me, it did. It kind of lost focus. And it's got its moments where it's it's great, but it's also got a lot of moments where it's kind of subpar. But yeah. I felt it was still decent enough, you know, to give it a three out of five. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give this movie uh, two and a half stars. Uh, two and a half mark outs out of five. Uh, because, uh, so Bilfer, have you seen this film before? Uh, he said he gave it three, seven, five out of five. So, um, which is not bad. It's pretty, pretty fresh score, actually. But yeah, yeah. I give it, I give it the two, two and a half mark outs out of five. Um, because, of the pacing. The story by itself isn't a bad story, but the pacing makes it suffer more. There was things that wasn't necessary. The shooting or whatever, or stabbing, whatever happened at the very beginning of the movie in the club was unnecessary. I guess it's the way to get uh, uh, his son back in, Adele, but also there was an unnecessary storyline too. There's no reason for that to be a storyline. Not to say that Joe, uh, Joe Morton, he was great in the movie. It was just an unneeded role. You know what I'm saying? The whole storyline was not necessary. Um, you could, cause they, you still had Otis, uh, yeah. in this, cause he had to go to the bar for some reason to investigate it because that's where they used to hang out and got words of it. Um, you could have brought, uh, Joe Morton in there as far as like maybe, uh, the grounds in which his body was found is was uh, the former uh, base, maybe for for where the army was or wherever that that fort was, and maybe or training where they used to do training stuff, and that's what brought him into town to investigate because somebody was on that premise, and he has to cross the you know dot the cross the T's and dot the I's essentially. Uh, so that's why you would have brought him in there if you needed to bring him in there. But yeah. I think that whole storyline could have been cut, and uh, and it's still and it could have been cut down. Yeah, this movie is two hours and fifteen minutes. It's way too long. Yeah, I agree. I thought it was too long. So I, I just like it, it's a slow burn. Uh, too slow, in my opinion. But you know, I I really did like the past, though. I. That's that's a high point for me. <laughs> John Sales, the guy that directed this film, uh, also uh, and wrote this film, uh, wrote uh, did the screenplay for Eight Men Out. Uh, the, oh, the movie that I was thinking about, Brother from Another Planet, is what it was. It came out in nineteen eighty four, uh, starring also Joe Morton in the film as as an alien, um, men with guns, uh, the alienist. Uh, so he, he's done some other things, uh, but in uh, most recent, like he did Spiderwood Chronicles screenplay, which was a pretty terrible film as well. So he, he, I've never seen it. Yeah, I mean, just like it looks like a lot of his stuff. He did the uh, uh, original screen, screen 
screenplay for Piranha, 1995. Men of War, a screenplay, 1994. And Stolf Lundgren. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, uh, I, will, I will go ahead and venture to say that he's not that stellar of a screenwriter. He's going to go ahead and throw that out there. But no, maybe he is a good screenwriter, but just in directing, not so much. And that and that could be the case too. You see people that's really good at one thing and they try to dip their toes in something else mm-hmm. and it doesn't pan out for them. But nothing against them trying because it's okay to try, you know? Yeah. Uh, what is next week's movie? All right, so uh, next week's movie, a good segue, Bill you should be the third man in here. Um, the next movie uh, will be, I'm going to get back to it, so I want to make sure I, I get the name right. It's a, it's a, on Peacock. It's a Peacock original film. Uh, it's called Bosco, uh, which is a, like a, a guy that tries to break out of prison in order to, in time to, uh, it's a, in 2006, Quante Bosco Adams. Plans and genes escape from federal maximum security prison for a chance to be at his first child's birth. So who's who's in this movie? Um, unfortunately, Tyrese Gibson. Is oh, Tyrese. Yeah. Uh, Nikki Blonsky is Tammy. Aubrey Joseph is Quante Adams, and uh, Vivica Fox is Willa. Uh, the Aubrey guy, I'm trying to see if there's anything he's been in. Now, I don't know this guy. He's in Run All Night in 2015. Yeah, I like that movie. Yeah. He's also in Fading Gigolo. I don't know what that is. Anyway, he was in he was in some things. Nobody knows. It'd be interesting to see. I, I want to choose a 2024 movie. I was, I, full, full disclosure, Bilfer. And Brandon is between that, the Ventures and Babysitting, because I kind of really want to revisit it, but I don't remember if we watched it already on here. Fargo, uh, and, and then also lastly, Akira, because I, I like Akira. I've seen the, uh, I, I've been trying to get into anime, and, uh, and I watched the uh, uh, animated movie. Oh, yeah. Like a couple of years ago, and I really enjoyed it. If I watched the dub, the English dub. I'd be, I was gonna be interested to go back and watch the. They have the uh, actual Japanese version, and I was gonna have us watch that. What did Biffer say? Ooh, Akira, yeah. So if you choose that in the future, Biffer, we will do it. Just want you to know that. No pressure, man. You got a smile that needs to be surgically removed. He so desperately want to get me to watch a what anime? Yeah, just anime, uh, right? And, and speaking of, we can I can go ahead and take down this banner now. Uh, yeah, I've been um, I've been watching like I've been going back because I finished so for Black History Month. Uh, I, I, um, for Black History Month, I watched. Um, let's see, I watched Roots the. Uh, remake of the Roots series came out uh yeah. several years ago. And uh it was it was okay. It was I uh, like they, they made it more authentic uh, as far as like 
uh, historically accurate with some things. Yep. Um, I also watch. Uh, I went. I, I've been watching uh, Genius with, uh, with about Martin Luther King Jr. and Malcolm X, which uh, it's been a very interesting show. Um, and then I've watched. Um, just coming back, I watched uh, Wonder Years, the remake of Wonder Years, which I watched both uh, the two seasons. It ended. It, 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 it just ended essentially. Uh, which, yeah, I don't like that, but uh, that's okay. And then I started watching again, uh, um, Abbott Elementary again, because you know, uh, Quinta wrote, wrote and kind of created that show, but yeah, but so, but I was kind of thinking, well, where can I go after this? And I was thinking, I was like, well, I, you know what I'm gonna do get back into anime. So with that being said, I really started getting back into One Punch Man, started watching that again. Uh picked up where I left off on that. Uh try to get I have been trying to get into Attack on Titan. I'm not really feeling it like everybody else is feeling it. Uh Chainsaw Chainsaw Man seems interesting. I just didn't really watch it. I know and Chainsaw then, Sally. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it is, uh, there's another show that's on Netflix was really interesting. I, I like so far, uh, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and finish One Punch Man. Then I'm gonna move on from it. Uh, but and, and then uh, My Hero Academia as well. But the show that's on Netflix that I watch is I don't know. I don't know. It's like Read the Read the Road something like that. It's like it's about like it's like I think it literally means the Red Door or something. Uh, Read the let me see. Um, I thought I could find it. Um, oh my goodness! <laughs> it's like a, I can't find it, but it's like an animated uh, show. It's an anime, uh, but it's it's very interesting. It's about like uh, a world, like a dystopian type of world, uh, where these people, uh, like you have like wizards or whatever. Uh, sorcerers that mm -hmm. live in this one place where there's doors, all these, these doors, but you can't really go through the doors unless you like like a, a sorcerer. But in this one world, people are like, it's. I guess they're trying to hunt them and kill them. Which one guy's trying to kill him? Because he's trying to find out who cursed him to make him a. I think he's an alligator man. I don't know what the heck he is. If I had a chance for a Black History Month, I would pick Red Tail 2012. Uh, a, a choice rather. Uh, you know, I've never seen that movie. I've never seen Red Hill. Uh, Brandon, did you ever watch it? I have never seen it. Honestly, I I haven't. Uh, is that with uh, oh, Lawrence Fishburne? No, that's the pilot. C. Okay, I, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know what it is then. Uh, Red Tails. Has uh, let's see. Um, Cuba in it? Cuba Gooding Jr. in it? No, bro. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Cuba is. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, Cuba is in it. Oh, uh, you know, I thought I think of a different movie. I guess. Uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it. Uh, Corrected me when I'm right. <laughs> I swear. Drew McRaney, uh, David Oyelowo, Andre Royo, Terrence Howard is in it. When he dropped the third, 
Nick, Nick Parker, Kristen Mack, Wout, and Neo. Okay. I'm there because Neo's in it. I'm just playing. Leslie Odom Jr.'s in it as well. Michael B. Jordan's in it as well. Mythic Man's in it. I've never seen it. Uh, it'll be an interesting one to watch. Uh, I don't know where one may watch it. It doesn't look like it's streaming. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe I just didn't look it up right. Uh, yeah, it's on Paramount Plus, which Brandon doesn't have it. Um, no. Football season so, went terrible. Got rid of it. Huh? <laughs> uh, uh, on D um, plus, uh, we have to see. Uh, but yeah, we may watch it. Brandon might choose it eventually. I may, huh? <laughs> you like you like uh, dogfight movies. Um, but yeah, this was today's episode. Brandon, what do we want the people to do? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! If you like this episode and you want to see more, click that like button, click that share button, click that comment button, click that subscribe, and subscribe to the Mark Out Movie Podcast on YouTube and on Facebook. And Aaron is on TikTok, I think. I am not. I left. Yeah, I haven't really done TikTok in a while. I'm on it, but it don't really matter. I'm not. I don't. I haven't posted anything. I just don't have time to do anything. I don't have time to be funny. Uh. For free. Uh, <laughs> it's all about money for Aaron. <laughs> Here we go. Money talk. No. Uh, too soon. Um, but no, uh, thank you for watching. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, have a great weekend. Uh, next week, join us back for Bosco. Whether I pick something good or I pick something terrible, y'all will let me know. Brandon definitely will let me know. But uh, in the meantime, in between time, Aaron Whitlow. Uh, Brandon Spivey. We are the Mark Abbey Podcast. Thank you for marking out with us here. Have a great weekend.